Hey, you're listening to the Untold Podcast. This podcast is a collection of stories, lessons, and discussions about Told, our company, and the journey that we've been on over the past few years. In this podcast, we want to explore and start the conversation about what it means to do work in a better way, God's way. This is our first season, and it's about our company's values. Let's go. Welcome to the Untold Podcast. Why is it so hot, by the way? Is it just me? The years are stressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. We're on this journey right now where we're talking about our five company values. Yes, we are. So our five company values are wholeness, stories, epicenter. That's not the one. Um, excellence. Excellence. <laughs> epicenter. <laughs> epicenter. I don't even mean. Uh, all, right, all right, let me do that again. Wholeness, <laughs> stories, excellence, individualization, and creativity. Uh, today, we are talking about our second value for this series, uh, stories. Our first value, wholeness, was our, last, our first two episodes. So if you have not listened to those, do yourself a favor and do that. Otherwise, you will, you, you'll be confused. Yeah, it sets the scene for a lot of what we talk about because, yeah, it's the wholeness value. It undergirds most things. Did you say do yourself a favor? I did say do yourself a favor. Yeah, yeah it'll I be like good. That. It's I also like really entertaining. We, we listen back to it. We're like, hey, we're pretty good. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about stories these next two episodes. And honestly, stories is the best value. Um, but before, you know, we unpack it and actually talk about it, what about we just like give a brief definition for what that is? Intan, um, if you would. We communicate stories to the individual and others because we value the depths of each journey. Mm. Yeah, and today we're going to actually unpack what it actually means to look at or understand the concept of stories, um, what it means to communicate it, what it means to um, why we value uh, the depths of each journey and why we value um, each individual's journey in all of that as well. And I think right now we're actually just going to unpack that for all of you listening. Um, So stories, what is a story. I think that's a great place to start, personally. Like, what what is a story? You know, we spent, like, months trying to, like, figure out what this answer was. Lin <laughs> Chan, no, you want to no, give it a shot? No, 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 no. So, he's asking, what is a story? What is a story? Yeah. Well, what's the Google definition? So, we the, the Google definition, if I remember correctly, is um, an account or recount or narrative about specific incidents yeah well specifically an account of imaginary or real people and events told for entertainment yes that's that's go. what i mean that's what google said so how does our definition of stories is it is it the same or do we differ from the dictionary definition i think so for for myself i felt la- uh the last episode uh we were doing um wholeness and the google definition for that was horrible like, <laughs> the state of being whole. I yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, great. So yeah, yeah. The example I use is a white is a whitish color. You know, it's <laughs> disgusting, disgusting definition. Um, but I think for this one, it's pretty good in surmising my thoughts. But something I think the place that we elaborated is we asked ourselves, like, what makes a good story? Like, how do you qualify, right? How do you qualify a good story from a bad one or an effective story from an ineffective one? Um, and that was sort of where our understanding of like, um, yeah, the the sort of, what's the word? The power of stories? Is that the right word? Because mm-hmm. mm. theoretically, I could say 
uh, that this is a story. Johnny went to the park. He played on the swing and he went home. That is a story. Yeah, right? but that's a terrible story. No one's <laughs> That's a that. good story. No <laughs> well, it, it functions <clears throat> as a story, but is it qualitatively good? No. Why not? Okay, why not? Because we, we recognize, oh, this is more about storytelling, actually. Is it? But storytelling is definitely part of telling stories, story. right? Because yeah. we value, are we just valuing the story itself? So do we value the fact that Johnny went to the park, played on the swing and went home? Or do we value like maybe the depths or something else about that story? Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. So um, I want to go back to one of an, an old draft of our story's definition, which isn't on the website because some of us thought it was too like... What's the word? Elitist? To, to, <laughs> no, like the wording was just really weird, but I'm just going to say it because I still really like the phrase. But pretty much the phrase goes, the journey is the story that will be told. So I say one more time, was mimicking me. Um, the journey is the story that will be told. And I think when we unpack what a story actually is, right? My there's an understanding definition. that there's a journey, there's a there's a before and an after, or like there's 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 progress. Maybe not progress, but there is a change that happens. There's a journey that happens. A sort of discovery, exploration, whatever it is, right? So it's not just something stagnant that happens. Mm. And so every time we talk about story, you're acknowledging that there is a starting point and an end point. I'm gonna divert it back to your other question, Which so one? that we can get back on. Okay. Um, okay. So you were talking about what makes a story, a good story. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think I remember us discussing this, oh my gosh, maybe six months ago. Um, and we went around and we kind of all gave a bit of a um, description of what we enjoyed, what, what, what we value as good stories. And um, maybe that might be something that's worth doing for us now. I think for me, um, I'm attracted to stories that actually pull me in, like um, that I can identify with in a certain way. Um, and that makes me actually really think through things um, that I might not have thought about before. I don't know. I just kind of wanted to. I, th I think the question was like, what are stories? And then why is it actually important that we tell a good story rather than just tell a... A functional story. Functional story. <laughs> if you're going to go to the effort of telling a story, you might as well make it good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Might as well, right? Mm -hmm. Just a little bit more effort. Are you no. going to say something? Okay. No, I think, okay, look, I think it's because we want to do it well because we recognize the power and the and the influence that stories can have on people. Like, there's an effect, right? You don't just, like, yes, we value the existence of the story and we value the journey and we value the fact that the journey exists, right? And the act of being able to, what's the word, tell it and the fact of being able to recount it means you first have to reflect on what's happened. So that entire process is just beautiful in itself, right? Mm. But then to tell stories well, there's a like an extra element of actually being able to impact lives and actually being able to like touch people's hearts. Mm. And like stories is just an age old, like time tested form of communication that seems to like bypass all of our walls and defenses and stir something in the heart, which is, you know, so from ancient, ancient civilizations, they used to communicate by telling stories. Mm -hmm. and there's something yeah, in that. Yeah, just something I want to add, right? I think um, when we talk about uh, when we talk about stories in general, right? Um, at the at the very end of the day, right? Um, the point of a story is to communicate. Mm. Right? It's it's I want to get my thoughts, my views, or what has gone on, recount what has happened in my day, or in my life, or whatever X Y Z. Um, and I want to communicate it across someone else, right? Hmm. Um, and when we talk about good stories, such good storytelling, I think uh, what 
gets communicated more than just the accounts of what has happened is actual emotion, right? Yeah, Something to connect with, right? Like um, we we look at uh, Lion King, right? Um, and I, I think uh, like sorry, just going back a couple steps. I think what what kind of separates a good story from a um, a story is just um, what separates like stories from good and bad is um. You could have like, um, and this is more in terms of narratives and imaginary stories, right? Um, you can you can have like the greatest concept for a story, if you, but if you communicate that badly, it becomes a bad story, right? <laughs> and we see that all the time. No one's gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we look at really, really good movies, right? Like um, The Lion King, right? Why was that such a good story? <coughs> because it created um, uh, relevance. Mm. Um, it also creates a um, a a point of um, connection. Connection, yeah, 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 yeah. Where um, you can pity the character, you can see yourself in the character Empathize, as well, right? Yeah, yeah em- empathy is a big point, right? And I think, yeah, the 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 big separations between bad stories and good stories are how much you actually connect with it. Yeah. Um, how much it actually um, not only changes the world per se, but actually changes your life and impacts your life. Mm, yeah. Wow. So, do you think then that the act of storytelling is integral to stories as a value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think you can't have one without the other, right? If you don't have stories, you can't story tell. <coughs> if there's no one telling the story, there's no point in having a story, right? And if you didn't actually think there was value in the story, you wouldn't bother working on your storytelling craft mm. or your story storytelling skill. Mm. So there's a natural like, the story is good, therefore. I- I want it to be shared. Yeah. You know, I want I want people to see it. I like it's two separate things, right? The inherent value of the story existing <coughs> and the power and the potential that it has. Mm-hmm. And then the storytelling is like the ability to draw it out. The ability mm. to actually translate that across different contexts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Let's let's talk about that drawing out. Um, what does it actually mean to draw what are we drawing out in terms of A storytelling or B just the stories, you know? Because our definition is we value the depths of each journey, right? And yeah, what is the depths? What are the depths <laughs> and what does it mean to draw out from those depths, um, both in a storytelling but also on a just understanding a story concept level? Mitch, I think you talked about this a lot in the beginning. The whole yeah, way. I think yeah. Um, I stumbled across this verse um, from Proverbs 20 verse 5. Um, it sort of said, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, but one who has insight draws them out. So, yeah, like I, I really identified with that because um, there's, there's two parts in a sense to this, right? Like um, we're, we're made in an image of God. Um, so I believe that there's gold in every single one of us and there's depth in that. Um, <laughs> and, and I think also there's skill in and um, there's wisdom in someone who's able to draw out people's depths. Um, and so if I look back at my story um, and my journey, here on Earth, <laughs> <laughs> not not on Pluto That's or so you know, like you know, wow. <laughs> anywhere she else. Does she's an alien. The, the decades that no. um, yeah, I think um, there's there's so much to it, but um, I think it takes a person that really wants to hear my story uh, for me to share that, and also someone that I trust um, to be mm. able to draw that out. And I think um, part of us being I guess storytellers is um, the ability to actually um, break down walls that people have to be able to, um, I guess, build trust and rapport so that people actually really do feel like they want to share their story. Um, <coughs> and 
and I think we, we've we've experienced that in many of the client meetings that we've had. Yeah, definitely. Where people come and we we just ask them to tell the story, and I I think some of them they're quite initially shocked by that question because they kind of think, wait, you're a business, don't you just want us to just don't you want photos. yeah like. <laughs> Isn't the most important part like the dates, the deliverables, when they do, how much they, how much it costs? Boom, that's it. Um, but I think the fact that we actually take time out to really want to hear their story, I I think all of us have experienced um, at the end of the call, uh, whether it be a Zoom meeting or face to face, they kind of almost feel like almost like a sparkle in their eye for wanting to tell um, their story. Yeah. Now I remember um, this one client that we had. Um, yeah, we were asking him how he came to be um, the lawyer that he is. And it was just amazing to hear that story that he actually really didn't think that that was his path or his speciality of law that he oh, wanted yeah, to that. to specialize in. But then it was through a mentor of his that he realized that, hey, I do want to fight for um, the weak, uh, the people who are probably prejudiced against, you know. Um, and, and it was just such a passion. And I think at the end of it, he was kind of excited to tell his story. Yeah. And, and also a difference to just yeah, I just I, I like criminal law. Yeah, and I think it's 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 different because um I think that it's almost like you're giving not validation, but like we're giving value to who yeah. to, to each and every person that God's created. And so um yeah, I, I think that's something that, you know, th- there is a certain depth to it. You're not gonna actually um get that off the back. But it's actually there's a little bit of digging, you know. Like I, I kind of like to see, um, like like to say that there's gold in every person, and sometimes, yeah, you you know, like when you're looking for treasure, you actually have to dig it. It's not going to just be right in your field, um, on top, you know. Yeah. But then also like the whole um analogy of that like depth of say we use the example of the well right it's like that um, analogy from the bible when we studied this verse we were talking about like water and minerals or whatever and so scientifically <laughs> like fact check this one i'm pretty sure it's correct like the deeper you go in the like well and even just in the ground right mm-hmm. the more minerals and the rich richer the water is <laughs> and i said quality this. of the <laughs> yeah yeah the quality of the water is richer the deeper you go mm. right and um yeah like i love what mitch said in terms of there's an act of actually like digging it's not it's not just going to be not everyone is going to access it not everyone's going to have you know take the time or the effort to be able to reach that low or that deep but because it actually requires that act of like reflecting and recognizing what happened in your past mm. what what is actually it, it's a it's a lot of work you know like emotional energy like thinking energy um to look back and be like hey what's made me who i am who who am i like why am i you know mm. like where where have these things come from why is this thing insignificant to me like what have been the key turning points or even smaller you know s- smaller moments that have that have made me or made this to be the way it is mm. and that's a vulnerable thing to share yeah, I was just thinking about this, you know, um, have you ever had a conversation with someone who's just really curious, you know, like they're just kind of really curious about who you are and they're asking questions. It's different to a person that's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, okay, next, you know, like yeah. th- you're not actually really hearing them or giving them space to be who they are. And I think um, there's something that's really precious about really being curious and really wanting to learn from them. It's like putting it in a position of like, hey, wow, you've got something to share i really want to hear that so it's i think it's an attitude that we go in as well you know um really wanting to see the gold in people yeah yeah like just going off the back of what mish was talking about i i think that idea of attitude is so important right um especially as uh when when hearing stories i think there's also a, a level of um as an audience or as a listener you help in making a story good or not when it's being told 
right? Oh. And I think the mm-hmm. the most important thing is you let yourself be touched by the story that's being told, yeah. right? Wow. Mm. And when when you hear it with that kind of um, almost like this openness, right? In in actually caring and actually um, being interested and actually um, wanting to be changed from what's happening or what you're hearing, what you're listening to, there's there's this change in you that begins, and there's a there's a change in the actual um, story that's being told as well. And I think um, when you listen to the storyteller as well, and you're actually paying all this attention, it almost encourages them to mm. elevate their story a bit more, to value their story a bit more. And as they value it more, they tell it in a better light. Mm, yeah. wow. That's good. So so in being a storytelling company, that means we become the proxies for the people who actually see the stuff that we put out then, yeah. right? Where we have done the work of, the, the quote-unquote work of being good listeners so that a great story is drawn out from people and everyone else just benefits from that. Right, um, kind of like how I'm I'm supposed to be drawing out the story from all of us here right now, and by listening as well, or how we are all listening to each other and then hearing the story come out. I I, I wanted to hop on the topic that you guys had already kind of brought up, which was how you guys treat your clients and how you guys treat even um, each other when it comes to the aspect of drawing out the story. Um, like how it affects our work. Yeah, yeah. How it affects your work. Um, what are the some of the stuff that you guys have changed over even our workflow? I guess. Yeah, even your <laughs> workflow. What What are some of the things that you guys have like altered over the year, um, the past year and a half or so, to even like do your best at drawing out the story or drawing at the depths of each individual? I think from the get go, one of the biggest things that we did was um, we prized meeting with people before even giving a quote. Right. Um, yeah, we got. Yeah, that was a hard decision though. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's kind of hard even now with um, quite a few clients because, um, like you're saying, um, a lot of businesses it's it's quote first, right? Um, we we want to decide if we want to work with you, if we can work with you, um, we can afford to work yeah, with you, right? Um, before doing anything, but for us, it's no, we we want to hear your story first, right? Yeah, I think we, it's it's good, you know, just um, off the back of that, Unchan, um, I'm just thinking, you know, one of the reasons why we wanted to find out their story first was what's important for them to know about us is that we actually value their story versus um you know it's all about the price and and then it just becomes a price or a quote um game mm. but we are different in that way and i know we it is a costly decision like we have lost some clients over it but i think ultimately we realize that we're a company that's very values driven <laughs> hence the reason why we're um Lol. releasing a, a podcast series on our values but I think what we found as we went down this journey was that people who weren't aligned in our values or our values and their values didn't align, like we ended up not having a really successful relationship with them. Mm. Yeah. Like there were there was a client early on that um that we were we were really trying to like almost force, you know, like we knew that it wasn't a very story based project. It was very like here's just information that I need to deliver, so let's just video it. And we're like like we don't really want to do that but like maybe okay maybe we'll force something out of it or maybe we can convince her later on to tell a story but it just wasn't working out that way and then we realized like after that whole experience of so much back and forth and a, a lot of frustrated emails and messages with mm-hmm. each other that we're just like you know what like let's not compromise because what we actually care about is a story and we we recognize that like our passion and a lot of the excitement and the care that we put in our work actually comes from being able to connect with the client because of their story so if there's an, if there isn't a story to connect over you know, it sort of, it loses its sort of like spark and um, 
what's the word? Meaning depth. Yeah, yeah, meaning depth of the work that we do. And so, um, yeah, it's the story that really just drives our creativity and our passion. I love that, Alethea. I was just thinking as you were explaining, um, you, you were talking about that example. I, I think when, when we first meet with clients, it's not so much that they might share the value, the similar value of stories that we do, but they're willing to go on the journey with us. Yeah. Mm. And I think with that particular client that you were just referring to, Alethea, um, I think we were trying and we were hopeful that she would recognize that the storytelling path might be an, a, a, a good way to go down to communicate what she had to say. Mm. Um, but when we realized that, um, you know, uh, yeah, a, a few emails later or WhatsApp messages or whatever it was at that time, we realized that wasn't really aligned. So I think most of the, well, most of the clients or all of the clients that we have, I think I can safely say this, were willing to go on the journey yeah. or we invited them on the journey of storytelling. And they were quite happy to go along with that. I think this point is super duper important, right? Because um, before we are storytellers, we listen to the story first, right? Mm. I think um, during this process, if they don't value their story, because like like uh, Nate was talking about earlier, right? Like we're, we as a company and what we do, we, we are just a proxy, mm. right? Um, and so because of that, at the end of the day, um, the whole idea... And all, all that we do as a company is we take whatever you've told us, try and capture it the best the way that we can and put it out there in the best way that we can, right? Mm -hmm. And if that is the case, if the original source does not value their own story, if they don't see gold, if they don't believe in it, whatever we get from them, it, it won't look nice. Ooh, it won't be good, yeah. right? Um, uh, one of our close friends has a favorite saying of his. Um, and it's you can't polish a turd, right? So if if the starting uh, <laughs> if the starting product itself is not good or up to standard, we we can't make it better by the end product, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, I think some of my favorite moments with our clients have been when, yeah, like what Mitch said, they've been open to going on this journey mm. of discovering the story with us. Mm. And then as we've like unpacked, we've asked questions and they've responded and we've had various meetings. We're like, hey, we thought about this or how does this connect with that or whatever it is, right? It's almost like they get like, yeah, the sparkle is back or like something like it reignites inside of them. Like when they start to recognize their own value in their own journey and their story. And there's something so beautiful about seeing someone refine their passion or almost like get re reaffirmed in their purpose and their identity wow. yeah. because of the work that we do and literally all we're doing is just saying hey it's already in you we're just trying to draw it out like well, yeah mm. we're just trying to un un unpack it or discover it it's not we're not creating something that doesn't already exist mm. it's just saying hey it's in there it just might require some work to like take it out yeah i just i just had this really interesting thought <coughs> i mean you can cut this out later but okay. um i was just thinking Reflecting back on the first value that we talked about, wholeness, we're actually giving space to who the person is. And I think in this particular thing yeah. with stories, what, what the common link in that is that we're actually giving space and weight to their story. Yeah, I, I think I, I was going to pretty much say like it goes really hand in hand with that first value, right? Where we don't just value the person that as we're seeing them right now, but we're valuing them throughout their whole journey, you know? who they were from the very beginning to the point where they are now, right? Which is a wholeness of them through time, which sounds super up in the air and weird. And <laughs> Because like, honestly, right? Like the significance of the present moment, you lose the significance of it if you don't first understand 
the the movement and the journey it took to get there. Yeah. Right? Because you can just look at something at face value and be like, all right, cool, that's a pink cup. But then you don't realize like how hard it was to like find the really Where did the color pink come <laughs> I don't from? Know. In the but very imagine first like place. the color pink never existed before and then someone had to create it and then no. do all these different versions of the color pink. And then when you understand the history and the context and the struggles and the journey and the victories that led to that thing, you're like Whoa, it's a pink cup. And it just becomes so you much more beautiful. You should have said that for blue because blue was not a color that existed in the old Oh, really? Ages. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Now I appreciate the you color couldn't, blue. See, you couldn't, you couldn't make the color blue. The only thing that was blue was technically the sky. And so as a concept, nothing was blue. The more you know. The more you know, right? There's a story right there. And it captures the emotion of what? Wonder, <laughs> discovery, or? Just appreciation for the whole story, right? Yeah, I, I think it's just a really good example of like how stories can grow appreciation for the things that already exist, hmm. right? Yeah, mm. like uh, it's it's similar to what Al was talking about in the way it reignites um, X Y Z in people, right? There's there's almost this kind of revival within people, right? And I think these things are only possible; these things can only happen through the stories that we share, right? And um. We wanted to actually make a distinction between valuing stories over valuing storytelling. We are a storytelling company, but the value is stories because it's actually less about, you know, harping on our skills as storytellers, even mm. though that's really important. But the storytelling is important because we value the story. Mm. And then the story comes from you, the client, right? You, the partner, you, the person that we're trying to like, we're trying to communicate your story and your experience. The best way to sort of explain this is actually through our logo design. And I don't know if we've ever talked about this anyway, but our logo is essentially based off the concept of a shadow. It's not actually like, it, it is a font. There is a font there. What we've captured is sort of the like, it's like imagine that there's a light shining on the words and it's the shadow behind it. So that when we were sort of like trying to come up with the creative briefing for, for what we wanted our logo to look like, when we asked ourselves, what kind of storytellers do we want to be? We're like, we don't want to be the storytellers that, that are like, imposing ourselves onto every story or everyone goes oh it's you know what i mean it's like where we become the protagonist or we become the main voice of the character that's not the point the point is actually like we just want to like support and showcase and bring light to your story hmm. right and it's just it's something that already exists but sometimes the shadow just like frames it a little better or it just makes it a little bit more obvious you know hmm. um and just sort of adds more depth to something that's already there. Ooh, yeah. yeah. And okay. so that's sort of where the thinking comes from. Where Yeah, the reason we value stories over storytelling is because the storytelling is there to highlight the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just so putting it. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. And, the, and then the reason like even in our even our name and our logo, it's actually a told dot. There's a, there's a what's the word? A period? A full stop? Yeah. <laughs> right? And that was an intentional decision, right? It wasn't just for like website links or whatever. It's not like told.com or told. We're actually told.inc. But the, the, the dot is actually really intentional because um, we recognize that in good storytelling, there is a finality to it. That like mm. up to this moment, we have told your story well. And there's like a... Boop. Yeah, imagine like a, a breath. You can just whether sort of take be, a breath after. Whether it be the end of the story or yeah. the end of a chapter. Yeah, the end right? of a chapter or the, the end of a end segment. Of a paragraph. Yeah, the end of a paragraph. <laughs> we could continue going on. <laughs> yeah, but we, we love that. It's just like, hey, we've actually told this story. And yeah. we can like leave it and, and let it rest there. Yeah, wow. Um, and so, yeah, we, we take that attitude into all of the work that we do. And we believe like, hey, this story right now is significant and unique and powerful. And it, it will continue. It will be part of an even greater story. But up to, up to this present moment in time, like... We're gonna we're gonna give it all we got. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and I think the the shadow aspect is really really important, right? Yeah. Um, because it it's almost like this feeling of like the story is so much bigger, 
You know, there's so much more. But we've told a part of it. It is a small snippet. Yeah, like we're not defining the barriers or the boundaries of this is all the story contains. It's just mm. it's just a little sneak peek. It's just a little This is the part or the aspect that we yeah, wanted to really showcase, yeah. you know? It's like putting a frame on a something, you know? Mm. Um on a on a Picture let's say a mural. A frame. Imagine imagine having a mural and then you put a frame on the mural. You're highlighting that particular part of the mural. And but then the rest there. of the murals there's there. more to be discovered and explored if you were to change the light and adjust it. But Ooh. Yeah. I like, I like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that all you listeners out there have really just started to grasp what the story's value is. And as you know, this is the first of two parts. So we really hope that you stay for part two, uh, where we're actually going to go through the biblical reasons as to why we chose stories. Ooh, fun. Um, how we believe that stories as a value has shaped and changed our company, as well as yeah. going into a bit more depth as to how or why these stories matter. Um, so we really hope that you stay on this journey. This has been the Told Team on the Untold Podcast, sharing one story at a time with all of you. See you again soon. We'll see you. Bye.